I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Merry Delta. Mariah Carey Carey is here, but first, do you want to see me go off? I think you want to see me go off. Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are, then you must be Fairy Delta. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Merry Delta, a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get Very Merry Delta. Very Merry Delta is for the woman who has a sleep paralysis demon that sits by her pillow at night and feeds her egg bites. But first, let's get into some things that are Very Merry Delta. You don't have a lawyer. I am so tired of hearing people respond to some sort of injustice by saying, you know what? I'll just call my lawyer. When I leave here, I'm going to call my lawyer. Bitch, I am going to tell you right here and right now, you might know a lawyer. You might have somebody in your family that's in law school. You might have a neighbor who is a real estate lawyer. But you do not have a lawyer on retainer. The majority of us do not have the money to have legal representation constantly on retainer. Why would we have that? Why would the average person have that? If you're paying rent to an apartment building somewhere, if you are shopping for purses that have an alarm on them, sitting in the middle of uh, Ross because that's like your high-end ticket item, You do not have a lawyer on retainer. I know because I do this. I don't even buy the purses with alarms on them. They're too expensive for me, even at Ross, even where they're like from three seasons ago. I don't have a lawyer on retainer and you don't either. You could just walk away from a situation and be like, wow, that was fucked up. I wish I could tell someone and they could come fucking kick your ass. I guess I can't do it in court. You know what? You probably don't even have the money to take someone to like small claims court. That's like a thousand dollars. You don't even have that. I don't have that either. Stop telling people, well, guess what? I'm going to call my lawyer. No, you're not. You don't. You don't have the kind of money for all that. You don't have the kind of clout for all that. There are people. We probably know people who have a lawyer on retainer, but we don't have a lawyer on retainer. Stop saying that. Stop saying you're going to call your lawyer. What you mean is if you were really going to be that bitch, you'd have to go home, pull out your phone, uh, inexpensive legal services. That's what you would have to do. Free consultation. You don't even have the money to go get a consultation. And I'm not reading you. I'm reading all of us. Like, I am I've I know for sure I've never said to somebody, like, I'm going to call my lawyer. I at least know that people would know I'm fucking lying. Don't you know when people know that you're lying? People can look at you and tell that you're a fucking liar. Stop doing all that. Just go up and say, you know what? 
I want to talk to the manager. And when the manager comes out, if the manager doesn't do what it is that you imagined was supposed to be done based on the parameters of the way things are supposed to be done, say to them, you know, I'm going to reach out on a corporate level. That sounds doable. That sounds like you probably would do that. And I know you're not going to because half the people that say that, they're not going to do that either because it's too, you're too lazy. Half the people that say they're going to do that, they don't do that. They don't reach out to nobody at a corporate level. Unless you're my friend Lori Blitz. My friend Lori Blitz will write a letter for any and everything. Not, I mean, she's not caring about it, but she will write a letter and she'll get something for free every time out of it. Even when she's not asking for something for free. She just wants, you know, people to know this fucked up situation happened. I need you to know. I spoke to this, the, the person who worked there. They didn't do anything. The manager didn't do anything. This is obviously a problem that exists constantly. But Lori never, ever says, I'm going to call my lawyer. And also, like, who decides, like, what's more powerful? Because I feel like I would say to people, if I was going to be that dumb, I would at least say I'm going to call my attorney. Because, listen, if you call a lawyer, I feel like anybody can get a lawyer, but only certain people are going to be like, I have my attorney. I'm going to have my, I'm going to have my attorney call you. Attorney sounds way more powerful, right? Like, I don't know. What are some other jobs? Um, people used to say stewardess or steward, and now they say flight attendant. I mean, you know. They're doing the same kind of job, which is to keep you safe and keep you uh, follow the rules. But some people prefer one name over another. My mom was a nurse her whole entire life. She put herself through nursing school. She worked in all kinds of different uh, different roles as a nurse, different specialties. And for a long time when I was a kid, she worked as the charge nurse of a convalescent hospital in Escondido, California. And it was called Valle Vista. But everybody called it Valley Vista. But there was no Y. That's Valle. Anyway. Um, she worked there and people would call her the head nurse. And she said, you know what? I am not a head nurse. I'm the charge nurse because people didn't like that. You know what that, the, the connotation of that sounds a little bit, I don't know, you know what that sounds like. Knock it off. Um, the head nurse, come on, don't say that the charge nurse. Uh, and so she always, you know, that was her thing. She also always wore a little red sweater. It was a chenille red sweater. She wore that. Whether it was Christmas or not, she wore her red sweater and she was known as the nurse with the little red sweater. This was a sickening place, by the way. She, um, there was, 50, I think it was 52 beds and it sat on the very, very top of the hill in Escondido. It was beautiful. And everyone that stayed there, all of the patients were like money people, like like um, like stem cell research money. You know what I'm saying? Like money, money. And um, all of their children were like powerful people. There was somebody there who like some of the people that stayed there were literally people whose the, the streets in the area were named after them and their family. That kind of people like. Um, who was his name? Oh, huh? No, not Main Street. I'm talking about something else. I can't remember who what his name was. But anyway, uh, his father, his grandfather was there. So it was a lot of people. Anyway, the storyline is those people, by the way, they had lawyers. They had a they didn't have those people had attorneys on retainer. We do not have attorneys on retainer. So the them there ain't fighting words. 
Don't tell people you're going to call your attorney when you don't even ha- you don't even go to the same place to get your oil changed. Right? You don't even have that brand loyalty to anything. So how is it that you all of a sudden have the money every month? You don't even have the money to Venmo someone your part of brunch. <laughs> but you have a lawyer on retainer when somebody looked at you ugly at TJ Maxx? Get the fuck out of here. You don't have any of that stuff. Just don't say it. Just don't say anything. You would look so much cooler if you just went, wow, I I really, this was a very unfortunate situation that happened here, wasn't it? You know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to exhaust every possibility to make sure that the person that did me dirty loses their fucking job. But I'm going to have to do it on my own because I don't have an attorney on retainer. But what I do have is a stern letter. What I do have is a nice ink pen. What I do have is a seal on an envelope. What I do have is an email address. What I do have is I feel like a bug just flew up my nose. I swear to God. I think it's this. Anyway. You don't have a lawyer on retainer. You don't have an attorney on retainer. You haven't seen a doctor in like three years. You have not had a flu shot in six, but you have a lawyer on retainer. I'm so sure. I am so very sure. I'm so sure that you have a lawyer on retainer. How though? How how do you have a lawyer on retainer? How do you have a lawyer on retainer, but you don't even go to the same great clips every time you have a haircut? Explain that. Explain that to me. How do you have a lawyer on retainer when you go to a restaurant and you ask them um, how much more it is for one more hot link? How 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 do you have a lawyer on retainer when um, you got your car at CarMax, but you have a, an attorney on retainer? You have an attorney on retainer. How do you have an attorney on retainer when you don't know the difference between how do you have an attorney on retainer when you don't realize that at Starbucks, uh, hot drinks don't come in Trenta? How do you have an attorney on retainer when you go to Starbucks and you don't know the difference between a venti and a Trenta? How do you have an attorney on retainer? How do you have an attorney on retainer? Explain. You don't. Why would you say that? Why would you floss that? Why would you like threaten someone with that when you know damn well you cannot follow up on that? How do you have an attorney on retainer when you cannot even make chocolate chip cookies off the top of your head with a recipe that's stored in your head? You should know how to do that if you have an attorney on retainer. If you, How do you have an attorney on retainer when you've never stirred your iced tea with an iced teaspoon? But you have, an, but you have all this money. You have all, You have all this, you have all this, and you have all this. You don't have any of that. You don't have any of the, I don't have it either. That's why I'm saying to you, just stop saying that. Oh, I'm going to call my lawyer. I'm going to call my lawyer. Well, then do it right now. Why aren't you doing it right now? If you have an attorney on retainer, if you have legal services on retainer, and you are threatening someone to call your attorney, 
Do it right now. Everybody walking around has a phone in their pocket. Pick up your phone. Pick up your phone. Hello? Do we screw him and how? Hi. Yes, uh, I was at uh, I was at TJ Maxx just now, and um, I wanted to get this Michael Kors purse that was there, and it was $69.99, and um, it had an alarm on it that was going off, and um, I uh, decided that I wasn't going to get it after all, so I hid it in the, the cat beds because uh, I thought maybe I would go get it later. And someone started following me around the store, and I asked them why, and they just said, um, is there anything we can help you find? And uh, I said, no, but I don't know why you're following me around. And uh, I asked for the manager and the manager said, you know, we saw you put that purse uh, in several locations and then we saw you hide it behind the cat beds. And, um, you know, you went around the store with it and we just just wanted to make sure that everything was OK. And so I just wanted to call you because I've had you on retainer and I know I pay seven hundred and ninety seven dollars and twenty three cents a month to have you on retainer. And um, would you like to speak to the manager? Hold on. Go, can you go get the manager? Because I my I have my attorney on retainer and they want to speak to the manager. Huh? What's her name? Her name's Diana. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Here you go. My lawyer that was on retainer. Well, guess what? I called them. I called them and they want to talk to you. Uh-huh. Dewey. It's Dewey. That's all you have to do. So if you have all these lawyers and all these retainers, call them. Just do it right then and there. I don't understand why you would wait till later if all of the parties involved are right here. If everyone's right here, why would you call your uh, legal services later? How do you have legal services on retainer when you do not even know what a notary republic does? You don't even know what they do, but you have a lawyer on retainer. Your tags are expired and have been expired for three months, but you have a lawyer on retainer. I am so very sure. I am so, yes, I believe you. I believe you. I, I am so sure. I am so, so sure. You are so together, aren't you? You have a lawyer on retainer. How do you have a lawyer on retainer? When you don't even know how to peel an orange, you can only drink orange juice and that's your way of getting your, your fruit in. You don't even know how to peel an orange. I'm sure. Do you want to see me take a break? Because I think you want to see me take a break. I think I want to see me take a break. Happy holidays. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek, and professional. I love to shop online and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. 
With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Festive flexing. Festive flexing. Are you? Are you? Ready. You ready? You ready, sis? Ready, sis. You ready? Yeah. Energy up. Energy up. Woo! It's very, very dope. <laughs> I can't believe it. This is the second year and our first episode of the holiday season. I love it. All right. Let's do it. All we want for Christmas is her. It's Mariah Carey Carey. Hello, darling. This is exactly what I wanted. I mean, this is like, this is my first Christmas wish granted. When we said, okay, we're, this is going to be the second time, second year that we're doing Very Merry Delta. I was like, it has to be Mariah Carey Carey. Oh, yes. And then I was telling you earlier, people, um, it's branded to her as well. Now, um, whether you're a fan or not, yeah, uh, everyone knows it's Mary Mariah. It is. Mary it is. Mariah. What do you do specifically to become Mariah Carey for shows? Specifically, mm-hmm. um, well, that's such a journey yeah. uh, because to become Mariah, I definitely have to get into a mode and uh-huh. um, find a confidence in myself to stand differently, posture and uh, emanate some type of glamour mm-hmm. because as a mom, I'm not always glamorous. Yeah. Um, you know, so hard to believe, you know, but it's so hard. But yes, um, I really have to make a plan. It is it is a journey to become mm-hmm. Mariah. She's been herself for her whole life. Right. I have to try to imitate that. And right. um, usually it's the lashes, the hair, and the beauty mark mm-hmm. that uh, really brings it out. Well, I'm lucky enough to have worked with you so much. And so I get to see um, sort of that that like uh, not not in drag uh-huh. and then in drag, as, as we say. Um, so I get to see and, I, and I'm not going to let anybody in on any of the specific secrets, but I know some <laughs> of the secrets about the mole mm-hmm. and the different ways that you do that. And I and I hold them sort of. Um, I hold them as a privilege. It's something that I know, and it's like I don't want to tell other people because it kind of ruins that magic for people to know exactly how my things backstage are secrets. And yeah. I appreciate keeping that in the vault. You have some, to some aspects. You know, I've been in rooms where people were not aw- like people want to be able to identify immediately and go, "Oh, that's a drag queen. That's a drag king. That's a this. Mm. That's a, that." They they put up these terms, <laughs> but I've seen people not fully aware that like. Someone's mom is in here. Like this is, and you're someone's yes. mom, and we celebrate it and we support it because we're like, this is our Mariah Carey. Like we are, we get to share the stage with this person oh. who's helping create this image and this excellence that we want in the show. 
And so it's interesting when like bar owners or bar bar, bar staff will not be aware because they're used to seeing breastplates oh. or they're used to seeing like <laughs> hip pads or something. And I've seen people try to help you get in costumes and they're like, well, if you could just move the breastplate and they don't realize those don't move. Yeah, those I don't can't move. put them. I can't put them on a on the dresser at night to air out. Right. Or I would love to air them out. Right, right. <laughs> and only backstage do I air them out. But it's funny because it's like this innocence where they don't know, and then they're yeah. like, "Wait, what?" Like, oh, I've had some moments where they yeah. really don't know, and and uh, I've been put in some positions where people are very excited and right. And I'm like, oh, those are mine. <laughs> yeah, because they think like, you know. There's no malice in it. There, right. and, and it's understandable being that I am uh, in a drag show. Yeah. So they assume yeah. these things now. But it's fun. I think it's kind of the magic of it. Yeah. It's like in this day and age, you don't know. But do you have to know? Like you don't have to know. That is actually something I'll, I'll have usually at the end of a show. Somebody will ask me. Um. So are you, what's, and I, and I'll say, well, first I would say one of two things. Are you asking what's between my thighs? Uh-huh. Like you're blatantly asking me this question. Right. That's for people I know are just, just need to be checked. Right. Otherwise I will just say, did you enjoy the show? Yes. Oh, good. Have a good day. And yeah. I don't even answer because I don't need to answer. Right. I'm not obligated to answer, um, what my facade is. Yeah. I mean, you're a celebrity impersonator. That's what you came to see. Yeah. That's what you got. A magician is not going to tell you their tricks and the trades. Thousand, thousand, million, (laughs) zillion percent. When did you know, um, I look and I can do this. I look enough like Mariah Carey and then I can add the the quote unquote smoke and mirrors. I was 13 years old when I was told I resemble her. Okay. And I hadn't even seen who she was yet. Somebody else had MTV. I did not. Uh Um, But when I knew... Uh, essentially, it was at Ross's Bubbly Brunch. Okay. Oh, those my were first so show. fun. That was my first show. I, I was already doing an online lookalike mm-hmm. thing, and I had uh, been hired once to be a lookalike uh, through an agency. But it it was when they called me and asked me if I wanted to be in the show. I was going to watch the show. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to go support the queens. Had no intention on coming looking like Mariah or anything. And a friend of mine called me and said, do you want to be in the show? And I said, well, I don't know how the queens are going to feel about that because mm-hmm. it was a different beginning of time. Right. And uh, but everything was fine. And here we are. Yeah. So you that's know- when I think I think it was uh, you girls that kind of gave me that. Uh, oh, I can't. Oh, yeah. You, you think I can't? OK, then I'm going to. I'm going to trust that yeah. and I'm going to go with that. And I'm not a shy person to try new things. Do you have other impersonators? Are there other Mariahs that you see that oh, you yeah. that you are friends with even? There's a there is definitely um other Mariahs that I see and and I will actually um I I've, it's a hard thing because I I support them. Mm-hmm. And I love them and they're all very nice people and have been very friendly and supportive to me. But um I try not to invade on what they're doing mm-hmm. so that I don't accidentally pick up a special technique mm, that they have brought okay. into the scene because I okay. I find that stealing. Yeah. You know, so even though we're all trying to be Mariah, this person might want to do that era or do this look or mm-hmm. you know have their signature stamp that they've you know right. imitated from Mariah. Um 
so yes, there's there's quite a few, mm-hmm. and they'll give me a, a run for my money. I always tell yeah. them, "You're coming for my job." You're coming <laughs> for my job. I love that. <laughs> you know, but there's room. There's there's a whole vast world out there, and yeah. we all have space in it. For sure. So yeah, I'm for lucky sure. to have that with with people. It's funny you say that about um, about watching other impersonators because I remember. Um, Chad Michaels would always say, and his drag mother, Hunter, who was also a share impersonator, would always say that it's a good idea and the best idea to look at pictures of the celebrity as your character study mm-hmm. when a lot of people look at other impersonators. Exactly. I they, won't do that. Yeah, because yeah. what happens is that you're shaping what your face looks like and you're like trying to imprint the picture onto here but they had to use other tricks to cheat their face to look like that. Yes. Right? Yes. And so for me, uh, I I start, before I even met the other uh, um, lookalikes or impersonators or mm-hmm. tribute artists, because it's, there's a difference to that. Right. You know, there's, Tell us about that. Okay. So first, let's go with uh, a tribute artist. Uh-huh. That might be someone who can actually sing. Okay. And, uh, but they don't look like Mariah. Mm-hmm. Or they can look, they can resemble the look. But they definitely don't sound like Mariah, but they will still put on a show. Um, Then there's uh, lookalikes who just look. They don't sound. They can't emulate the voice or anything like that. There's impersonators, um, which is what I'm considered as an impersonator. Or then there's illusionists who really look like that. There's doppelgangers that a doppelganger is somebody who just really is. You can't tell the difference. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen one yet. I have yeah. not seen a doppelganger um, yet, mm-hmm. but I can tell you each and every Mariah I've seen really has it has it going on in their own way. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So that that's the difference. So I I I honestly struggle with what am I in that aspect? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a tribute artist. Mm-hmm. I I do impersonate. I'll do you know I'll try to do the ambiance and nuances and of Mariah but I don't sing mm-hmm. not like Mariah you know otherwise I would have been somewhere else in life I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I love that but uh we we love and respect her so I don't need to be her 100 percent right this is for entertainment I'm a fan first I'm a lamb first I I really like when I go to her concerts I don't dress as her mm-hmm. I won't do it and everybody wants me to go dressed as her I still dress festive, uh-huh. but I'm there as a fan first because I want to enjoy my time. Right. You know, um, so there's that. There's that. I love that. <laughs> Let's take a break. We are back with Mariah Carey Carey. Um, you said that you don't, when you go to the, you just recently went to a, a Mariah concert. I did. And you go festive. Yes. But, you know, listen, even when you go festive, I mean, when you're just running around, you can't deny. So do people come up to you even when you're not fully done up all the way? Yes. I've, I've had even where I'm at Target with a ponytail I'm with uh-huh. my son and I've had people get emotional mm-hmm. and um just because I I have no idea where why they would think 
I mean, yeah. no makeup, anything. Granted, that's how I started. Mm -hmm. I had posted a picture. I had zero makeup on, curled my hair, and there was a hashtag. And that's how the whole look thing started. Mm -hmm. But um, yes, people ask at the concert, people ask me to take pictures with their daughters who were named Mariah. Oh, wow. And I said, how cute, because I'm Carrie. And now we have Mariah and Carrie. And yeah. that, that happened here today with with uh, one of your friends that's here. And that's literally your name. Like, it's literally your name. Carrie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's so interesting. Yes. Um, and what does your son think of this? So I have a 23-year-old and a 16-year-old, um, Francisco and Carlo, yeah. my kids. They, um, they're very supportive. They come to the shows. My youngest son, who loves to skateboard, I mean, mm -hmm. he's getting into it professionally. He brings his friends, mm -hmm. and they'll come watch a show. Wow. And, you know, I never expected that. Uh -huh. And um, my oldest son was just there last week when I was doing a show, and he seems very proud and that makes me proud wow. because I, I've, I've asked them that how do you feel about this yeah you know is it strange because I love acting and getting into things sure. and creating magic yeah but uh yeah they're and your They're husband's supportive. a badass. Oh, because your is. husband will come to the gigs. In fact, we were just at um, uh, a big show in Long Beach, and you were there uh, in the audience, and your husband was there. Oh, Daddy comes as to as many as he can. He's rad. He's funny. I have to tell you. Last week, uh, he said uh, it was Sunday, and he said, "What time do we have to be there?" And I said, uh, "I'm sorry, it was Saturday. Uh -huh. What time do we have to be there?" And I said, "We don't have to be anywhere. You've worked all week." You don't have to come to my work. Uh -huh. But he loves you girls. He loves everybody. And so we've been such, you know, we've all been very close for a while. So he knows everybody. And that blows right. my mind when he's like, oh, oh, you're going to go see Delta. Or he knows uh -huh. everybody by name and and he supports it's it. Sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. And it really shows. Um, <laughs> It just shows that 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 masculinity that, you know, people that are very confident in themselves yes. have no problem going somewhere and going, oh, I'm watching art. I'm wa I'm watching people do a show like indeed and seeing like indeed. you alongside all these different people. Like, well, there'll be a show where it's it's you and a drag king and a drag queen and somebody uh, seeing live. And, and, yes. and it's all these different people all really doing the same thing, which, you know, I, I always narrow it down when I when I start uh talking about people who do support and not support i'm like listen yes what we're doing is art yes it's mm -hmm. exciting but we also know that we're here selling beer like you know <laughs> what i mean like this is what we're doing but people come before right they they don't say let's go drink at the drag show right you know? they right. they come um you know for the divinity of the drag and they do come for that they do and uh, even at the end my husband will tell me um Oh, you girls put on a great show last night. It was really good. Like the next day, uh -huh. he's still thinking right. that is still lingering. He has, he's proud of us, yeah. you know, and um, I I think that's the same thing. Yes, people, but not, not everywhere do they drink at drag. Oh, that's true. You know, that's not true. everybody. You'll see people uh, just coming to festivate with somebody else, celebrate with sure. somebody else and, but they're still having a grand old time. Yeah, you know? that's true. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Everybody here for at least in our group, of course, knows who you are. We all mm -hmm. uh, promote our appearances. And I don't know what, why, how it works, what happens. I'm just going to throw it out there. Instagram hates you. That is not the community of Instagram. 
whoever's in charge, you, they have ha- they have canceled your account. I don't know how many times. Okay, Instagram is the Voldemort of my home. That's okay. a bad word. Instagram right now is a bad word um, because they it's and the last one said AI or um, like our tech bots uh-huh. have indicated something. First of all, it was my first and last name. Mm-hmm. Not anything, Mariah. Not a picture of her. One photo of me doesn't say I'm an entertainer. Anything, different email, everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did reach out to see if is this something that I've done? Have I offended somebody? And they're putting in blaming it right. on a bot, but apparently it's a bot because I can still appeal it, but I don't know how. And I need help, everybody. I need help with this. Somebody out there <laughs> help her because I'm not even joking. I I at least know. Of Three different accounts. Isn't like, it frustrating for you, though, to yeah. want to tag something so right. I can rate? Because that's part of a sharing and getting yeah. it out there. Because, again, Instagram wants to make you do a post and nobody sees it for two days. And it's just like, I mean, these are like actual pictures of you. Yes, they're all. Yes, they're me. Yeah. Um, th- sometimes I'm not even. It's not even pictures of me as. Right, right. Mimi. Um, right. I don't know what to do. I don't do. know why they do that. I don't either. Somebody else told me uh, that it, it could be an AI thing, and I don't understand AI at all. I don't either. So I don't know what that means. That statement's actually been told to me twice, and I don't understand what that means. What's the other thing, too? Like, sometimes if you, someone will post a video, like, taken at a show with actual audio, and you'll post it, I understand where they're like, oh, okay, you can't use that audio. But the weird thing is you could cancel that audio. Like, so you could unmute, you could mute it, and then you could select the song and lay it over it. So what's the difference? Or here's another one. Uh, I was at a show. They recorded it and tagged me. Uh-huh. I shared it. And they, I got in trouble for it. Do you think it's I J-Lo's got, people? Uh, who? J- <laughs> See, just she's always right in oh, it. Oh, look, like, that's a Christmas ball. Yes, that's very nice. You don't know her. No. <laughs> I don't know her. Like I truly legitimately don't. I think this has something to do with Jennifer Lopez. Imagine, I, right? Because I'm I'm getting all the yeah. all the airtime, and she's just that's what it is. Yeah, there's no um, J Lo Christmas. Hmm. Sorry, sorry, but no shade, no shade. I think it could. We be. love everybody. Um, do you ever do cardio in high heels? I I have actually. You have. It's a true thing. Uh huh. Um, I know that's a, a funny thing with Mariah, but, uh-huh. um. Depending on how you flex your foot, uh-huh. I'm not telling anyone to do it. Okay. Because I'm not a gym instructor, uh, nor do I have the training. But depending on how you flex your muscle, that's why you can tell if somebody is a soccer player or a dancer or rides oh. horses. Depending on how you flex your muscle, it'll be a muscle, and three different parts are going to be worked out on that. So if you're in oh. a in a heel or a wedge, you're going to flex that calf a different way, uh-huh. and it's going to hold that way because because once you're done working out, you have that cool down period. Mm-hmm. So nobody wants you to do squats and then sit on your behind. Right. And then it's going to shape like your couch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It will. Yeah. So, so yes, I have. Seriously, I have. And what kind of. I'll what, do it at home, usually dancing. Okay. Usually dancing. I love to dance. Uh huh. It's a big thing for me. You, um, uh, I, I always think about this, like, because as somebody who like will do a show and then I'll drive home and be like, oh, let me stop at 7-Eleven or whatever. <laughs> you leave and you will often leave in your full face. I come ready. I leave ready. 
You do. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Do people do people <laughs> like in the middle of the night at a Seven Eleven lose their? I mean, listen, I know where <laughs> I know specific. Well, not specifically, but I mean, I know where you live mm-hmm. and the distance to where these shows are that we do together. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of places to stop along the way when yes. you're like, I gotta get fuel or I gotta get a soda or a snack or something, and they're yes. filled with truckers. <laughs> do they go wild? There, there are. Uh, there are looks, there are things said, um, but I haven't. You don't have to be nice, but she said there are looks. There, <laughs> well, there, there, it can be, there can be creepies. Yeah, you know? I would imagine um, so. I, you know, especially because I'm out. I've got the cleavage out, right. and you know, featured. They're right. featured, and um, I try not to stop. Mm-hmm. Usually, Daddy will get me gas before I yeah. leave, so I. Gas stations are a no-no for me, that's mm-hmm. for sure. And, um, yeah, I usually come straight or I'll carpool with the queen. Right. But, yes, when we stop afterwards and we go to eat or get a snack, like you said, like in a Seven Eleven, I'll stop and get a coffee or something, there's always somebody that wants to say something. But I, wow. it's not been a um, – trying to get there with this. I'm. It's not been a frenzy. There's never okay, been good. a frenzy. Uh-huh. It's usually when I'm walking around uh, WeHo. Oh, okay. Or Palm Springs that uh, everybody is more excited, but they already know me mm-hmm. um, from our community. Right. So it's that's not creepy. Mm-hmm. It's joyful and fun. And so, yeah, when I'm by yeah. myself. <laughs> Anything could happen. You know, when I go uh, to 7 Eleven dressed as Mariah Carey, I, I, I never seem to have a problem either. Um, I think I'm people, so surprised. I know. I, I'm surprised too. Well, I, I usually do my cardio um, seated in flats. Okay. And so I think people know from my muscle groups. You know, they look oh, at me and they're but like, but with mm. the accuracy, your accuracy. Right. I mean, right. and authenticity. It's in here, where they see Mariah in me. In in here and oh, in here. Yes. What, but wait, do you have a specific <laughs> lipstick that you have to wear when you're Mariah? Uh, so Christopher Buckle is her makeup artist, mm-hmm. and I majority only use his makeup line okay. now. And I know uh, the lipsticks that he uses on certain things. Uh-huh. Uh, he he'll post, oh, I used this or I used that, yeah. and he's got videos out there. So I've essentially learned a lot from him. Sure. Um, following his guide. Is there ever a Mariah red lip moment? Does that ever happen? Not really. Yeah. Yes. There's there's been a few, but um, not not many. She's mm-hmm. not. She's more of a Bardot person. Yeah, for sure. If, if she does that, or you know, nude or honey, mm-hmm. little pinkies. Yeah. Yeah, I love. But that. he's got it all. He has everything. A full collection. Well, yes, because he does other. Right. Other people. But. It's so interesting when you were saying about how like other other uh, Mariah impersonators will do like certain eras or certain time periods. Because I feel like, um, you know, for a long time I was doing Adele. I would always do Adele. I was doing Adele. And there was a lot of the quote-unquote big girl drag queens who would do that because everyone knew, like, as long as you have a reasonable facsimile of someone's stature, even if it's not exact. And, of course, for a lot of us that did Adele, especially when she first came out, she was obviously much heavier and so people were like well obviously I'm still heavier than her but there was the softness of the face that would lend itself for people so Mm -hmm. I was doing that for a long time and then um, when she lost a significant amount of weight and then got her residency 
I, of course, thought to myself, like, oh, this is not going to this is not going to read the same way. Mm. And I would still like do some of the costuming and longer hair and it would be fun. But you really know when uh, when you can like pull off a look or an era of Uh. someone where other people go, yeah, but you still look like it when you do that look. So here's here's my question to you. Is it a question? When a Mariah um, has any kind of fluctuation in weight, Mm -hmm. I will always get asked, are you going to lose weight? Right. And my answer is always, whatever era this is right now, that's the era you get. Yeah. I'm not getting paid to gain weight, lose weight, um, eat a certain way. I'm not. Right. Um, And I just want, as long as everyone's happy, Mm -hmm. you know, because... If I don't enjoy it anymore because I'm struggling because of somebody else's idea of what my physique should be at that night, right? then I'm not going to enjoy myself anymore. Sure. And then it's a job. Yeah. And uh, this is not a job to me. Yeah. For me that way. I don't see it that way. It's work. Yeah. But it's somewhere I can't wait to get to. I couldn't wait to see you today. Aww. You know, this is. It's just And so I fun. wasn't not eating breakfast this morning. Because right, I was going to do this. This is what you get, everybody. This is what you got. It's, love it or leave it. It's perfect. <laughs> and it's perfect. I love it. Let's take a break. are back with Mariah Carey Carey and you know I'm just curious is this bu- this has to be busy season for sure my busiest yeah my my absolute busiest yeah um if you look at my calendar on my phone there's a dot and each dot represents a booking that I might have or something I have to do right. uh, granted I do make time for my family for my friends that we sure. have you know things we do every sure. year sometimes there's three in a day yeah. And, uh, yeah. Are there ever like corporate events? That yes. Happen? Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's actually uh, one of, was my first booking was a corporate event uh-huh. before I I got to play in drag. But um, yeah, corporate is corporate is fun, mm-hmm. but it's a different type of uh, atmosphere. What like what, what do you mean? What would it be like? Well, they don't normally expect you. I'm always a surprise. Oh, okay. So you might go in and and people might be very excited. Oh my gosh, Mariah, Christmas, yes, we're ready. And others are like, what is going on? Uh Uh-huh. Why is she, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is she singing or is she not singing? You know, what is happening here? And uh, it's always different. And, you know, when you work at a venue versus a corporate venue the sound system is always a dilemma yeah i always in my contracts i always have to say make sure you have speakers loud and towards your audience you know for them to get the full kind of effect you know sure otherwise they're going to hear me lips whispering (laughs) i did a a a wedding in palm springs and it was a beautiful restaurant right on palm canyon and Mm. the grooms were lovely they were so kind and their and their their guests were super super kind but there was an issue with the sound and we had not we had not clarified it in the beginning mm. and we could not get it to properly work. And I, I was like, well, I have to do this number. 
I had to play it on my phone and hold the phone and walk around. Oh my God. I was going to say, how about when somebody's text message comes in yes. or calls and, and that I always send my, my, my things first and yeah. my music first and, uh, yeah. So when that happens, if something cuts out, the reception, the Bluetooth kicks off, something like that, I'll just say, well, do you know it? Right. Do you know it? Let's sing it together. It's and, live theater. You know, and yeah. Yeah. And you it try happens. to, and, and then it's still interactive with the audience. Yeah. I know you know what to do. You know, but I think people get a kick out of it too, but when they see you rolling with it, they love you even more. It's just like oh. falling down or something like that. Like people will, the if show they must see go you on. stay, they're like, so on your side. Speaking of falling down. <laughs> I know you did. You did have a fall recently. I did. I yeah. tore a ligament in my left ankle. And the doctor told you off of it for like five weeks. Five weeks. My entire season. And what did you say? No, no. we're going to find a way around this. That's a no, no. I, I said, well, if I tweak or manipulate uh, the time, how long can I be on it? Uh -huh. And the answer was, you know, no more than 20 minutes at a time. I said, great. I'll do a five-minute number, a six-minute number. I'll elevate. <laughs> and you're done. And it's great. Of course, you'll be in pain when you get home. <laughs> Indeed. I will be. I will be. And, and that does happen sometimes. But uh, I know how to take care of it. Yeah. I've been trained. <laughs> I was going to say, you you are uh, about to uh, go back in for uh, a certification, right? EMT certification. Yeah. Yes. Yes, emergency medical tech. So I had taken the course before, passed it with flying colors, and then uh, Rona kicked in. Yeah. So we all had to stay home. There was no testing. And you can only certify for a certain time or take the test, and then it expires. Mm -hmm. So my time expired. So I'm going to go ahead and take a refresher course. And get back into it. I actually, I love doing it. So I can self-take care of myself. <laughs> There's a movie already, like, that 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 I think is could be written about this life of a mom hmm. who's also a wife, who also um, decorates beautiful Christmas trees, by the way, um, who's also a Mariah Carey impersonator, who's also an EMT. Because I'm already thinking. <laughs> I was I was like, really? Is there a movie? <laughs> no, this has got to be your life. I think people would love to watch this. And also... Next year uh, at Halloween, if you are up and running and you're and you are doing EMT work, I'm trying to imagine you still being able to go. I'm not wearing a Halloween costume. I just happen <laughs> to look like Mariah Carey, and you show up to provide emergency medical oh services gosh. to people. Well, it's the Mariah look Carey. is totally different. The look is totally different when you're on an ambulance or in the ER, right? Um, because it's a messy job. It is. It's a messy job. It's, uh, you know, you want to protect your face at but all costs. But you know, costs. you just do. Just, just a dot. Just a little do. That's my um, my Clark Kent. Right. It is. It, it, it's right here. It is. All of a sudden. There, it, I, oh, there totally she is. is. <laughs> well, this is the part of the podcast uh, or talk show, depending upon how you consume the show, um, called uh, Read Me Delta. Read Me Delta! So people send me letters. And they ask questions or maybe they ask for advice. And if you want to send us a letter and you want it to be answered on the show, email me at readmedelta at gmail.com. So the first one is here. I love a good pen pal moment. I know. Mm. Sometimes people ask outrageous things. Oh, Sometimes. let's see. Okay. And they don't know who's here necessarily. So oh. dear Delta and guest, I myself am a bigger drag diva who is known as Obesia. 
Obesia embraces her curves daily and is celebrated by her local community for proving that a bigger girl can, in fact, wear a sexy two-piece. Um, I can't read that word. Oh, two-piece lingerie as part of her drag number. She's on everyone's lisps. She's very that. But skinny twinks exclude me from backstage kikis about men suspecting of the fact that I literally have snatched the same trade they fight over. Why is this pre there a pre why is there a preconceived idea that a voluptuous doll is not desirable? Science proves time and time again that's not true. What do you think of someone who is I'm who I'm sure has attracted many trades in her life? Cheers, my beauty. Um, you know, I think people always judge everybody regardless. You can't win them all anyway. You can't. They're always going to think that, um, again, somebody who is is very, you know, this is this is the thing. Uh, people talk about diabetes being a heavy person's disease. But it really, if it runs no. in your family, it could be anybody. Yeah, that, that yes. <laughs> you know, and of course, I, I definitely, I would never hide behind this, the, the truth that uh, weight absolutely predisposes people to things. It, 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 do, you know, it does, it's a precursor in a way. What's odd is that this is a scenario people have to wonder about or ask about. Right. Uh, that this is so important to others on what your weight is mm -hmm. or what your health is. Mm -hmm. Life is too short. If this is making you happy, there's going right. to be trolls out there everywhere. There are. You know, I think people... And entitled. Yeah. There are entitled people in every yeah. genre, entertainment, grocery sure. store. It doesn't matter. There's always a click. I think people get really uncomfortable when they watch someone who is happy and free and doing things that they like or is getting attention in whatever way. But when they look at them, they think you're everything that I was trying not to be, but I see you being celebrated and having a good time. And so it <laughs> bothers them because they think I fought against that. And I thought if I made myself look better or feel better and do all these things that I would get what you're getting. So they're upset about that. They wasted their own they time, wasted their time with mm -hmm. an idea that has been bred to many out there. Mm -hmm. And I think to this to this letter, I mean, honestly, it's really boils down to people being jealous of anyone. People don't like anyone who is too proud or too free and they hate they hate when they work so, so hard to go, I'm going to be perfect and I'm going to be uh, do, do everything right. My hair is going to be perfect and to be thin. And then they find out, wait, you didn't have to do all that. And somebody was interested in you or attracted to you. Oh, they are you know, so burned. You know, remember that I had a different set of parents or, right. you know, family growing up. You had a different set. These people are raised differently with their own ideas yeah. in-house, maybe, or with the friends that they hang out with. So they learn these extravagant ideas of how life is supposed to be, right. especially with social media, as that's not new to anybody, how it right. should be or how you should be perceived. Um, to that writer, I, I really hope that by the time this letter has reached you, they've already got their answer to just have fun with their life and not worry about that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. How about this? How about people just stop being nosy? Right? Mind your business. <laughs> okay. Dearest Delta and scintillating guest. Oh. I create content for an influencer who has never said to me, that was great. 
That was smart. That was funny. I love what you did. Or even just thank you. Mm. I make it my job to champion their best, but it's never reciprocated. How do you handle a situation like this? It doesn't seem very Delta. Please help. Very Jacqueline in Kansas City. She, they. Um, they, they, they work for someone. They work or work with someone who's never grateful for what they do. They're not feeling appreciated. Yeah. Okay. So there's two ways to look at it. Did they use your content? Yeah. Did they use it? That's sometimes people's way of saying, yes. Oh, right. yes, I liked it because they are their content is all about their representation. If they don't use it, mm-hmm. then they didn't believe it was something that was going to get them somewhere. That's a great way to look at it. But then there is common courtesy. Right. I do think also, uh, you know, you might have to look at the fact that you are cre- if you're creating content for someone and they I don't know if you're like shaping it for them and they are the quote unquote personality. If that's the case, I mean, I'm just here to tell you there uh, <laughs> there are people and we have to create our content as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the person you might be creating for may just be very full of themselves. They may be very like, they may say. You know, I feel like I, I had this discussion recently that there's a difference between being self-centered and being selfish. Oh, oh, yes. And I <laughs> definitely know that I am a self-centered person. I think about all of the things, you know, when I'm getting ready, do I want this flower here? Do I want that there? What does this say? Because I know what my own personal insecurities are. Uh, you know, I, I, I've said before, when I before I ever did the podcast, I used to go on Instagram live during the pandemic, right? Yes. And I always had my camera right here. Mm-hmm. So I always had a nice oval chin. And then when we started doing the podcast and I realized the camera's going to give a real angle of what you really look like. And then I realized, Oh my God, I do not have control over that because. Oh, but see how that worked out? Well, I mean, just you are. But I thank you. But (laughs) but what I'm saying is like you don't may not have that control. So I feel like that is a vanity. It's a it's vain. It's vanity, Um, and that's fine because what we do is present an image out there. However, I don't I don't consider myself a selfish person. I want to share what I have. I want to share that time. Mm -hmm. Maybe the person that you're working with is in fact either selfish or self-centered or maybe they're both and maybe they um maybe they don't want to take the attention away from themselves if you're taking care of yourself which we are often told to do mm-hmm. there's take care of yourself first <laughs> yeah what's wrong with that because then you you have a confidence or you have this posture inside your body inside your soul to want to go do more for others too yeah. you know don't be self-centered and not and selfish like, don't, and be so, don't be both don't be both don't, don't be, be both, both because just be self you'll burn a bridge there you're gonna burn a bridge real fast that yeah. way yeah say thank you say please and thank guys why is that so hard for people to say please and thank you anyway because people will say a lot of nasty things they will why can't they especially mm-hmm. in this season this is the season of mariah this is the season to start exercising that doing that and carry it all throughout the year because she's only out for a while. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that set, that first week of January hits, she goes back. Oh my gosh. Yes. She goes back. It's such a sad time. In it January. <laughs> is so sad when, when the season is over for me. It is. It is. We were talking about our Christmas trees and, yeah. and a festive flex and a festive flex. We put up Christmas trees. Some people don't like it. They think it's a festive flex. Well, guess what? We're excited. We're grateful. We put it up because it feels good. Everyone is, if you put up a tree and you post it, you are 
festive flexing. See, we're nothing s- wrong with it. We're so on the same page with this because I even talk about that with Halloween costumes. You know, I think if I'll meet you wherever you are with a Halloween costume, if all you can do is put on like a funny button and that's you, I you're you're at the party. I say, come on in. Dad, Daddy has worn a, a black shirt that says costume judge. Yeah. That was his costume. I said, okay, well, as long as we're going out. Yeah, he's part of it. I love <laughs> yes, it. I yeah. love it. And so Christmas is the same way. If you want to celebrate Christmas and all you have is this box from the Dollar Tree and you put it out and it makes you feel good, that's plenty. To me, it's the same as putting out 15 Christmas trees. That's right. Because put some music on, light a candle. You're, there you are. I love there it. There you are. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. This uh, is how we kick off the holiday season. You know, and I, I have your number and I wanted to keep texting you going, I can't wait. So fun. So fun. <laughs> An excuse. Um, I would ask you, where can people find you on Instagram? But I think by the time they go look, you'll be gone. Well, TikTok is my, what's on the clock right now? Oh, okay. So TikTok is okay. Yeah. TikTok oh, is okay. Can you tell us where, where oh, on TikTok? We love me some TikTok. Uh, Mariah Carey Carey. My real name is C-A-R-R-I-E. So Mariah right. Carey Carey. And I think that's that's your, your best bet. Right. And, you know, follow the queens. They're always posting where we're going to be. <laughs> and it's it's Carrie in the middle. So Mariah and then C-A-R-R-I-E. It's her name, Mariah Carey. Uh-huh. And then mine, C-A-R-R-I-E. Okay. She's, yeah. She her majesty goes first. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for listening and watching Very Delta. We come out every single Monday. Please subscribe to the Mom Podcast. Please subscribe to Mom Podcast right here on the Mom Podcast YouTube channel so you don't miss an episode. And search for Very Delta on your favorite podcast apps. And subscribe to Mom Plus for even more Very Delta. You can send all your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Delta Work. You can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta because if you're not, you're only getting half the Delta. (laughs) Join me next week right here. And until then, make sure you keep things Very Merry Delta. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond, the official emoji of the Very Delta show. Theme from Delta Works. Very Delta by the Woolpits Orchestra. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margot Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio.